Extra, extra. Read all about it. Get your viral achievements in Chewy CC channel. You heard it here first. Cockade. Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101, the only show that is in 100% agreement that Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is not only a Vayner, but the world's best Vayner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm Vulgar Lad, or Devin, or what have you. Uh, we're live on Twitch or pre-recorded on Spotify if you're me. I'm here with uh, L. Hey, I'm L, also known as Big L. Biggle. Biggle. Uh, we're here with Corey. Hello, hello. Kushmoose. Also known as Rocker Dude. Yes, Nate, also known as Kushmoose. I, I could introduce you guys several different ways, man. It's it's all good. Uh, so yeah, we're live. Zelda is a Vayner too, don't forget. Mm-hmm. The best Vayner. Uh, but not Castlevania. Castlevania oh, is not great. a Vayner. So it's Groundhog Day, huh? Did everyone else feel like they just kept repeating the same things over and over and over again? I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> All right, and with that bombshell, let's go on to the to the game showcase. I'll just start right up at the top. Nate, did you play anything? Me? Why, yes, <clears throat> I did play something. I played a game that, had I played it last year, would be... Probably number one, uh, the very top of my games played for 2020. That game is Immortals Phoenix Rising. Uh, this game is amazing. That's pretty much all I've come to say. Um, so this game is perfect uh, for lots of people, but for me, it's amazing because when, when I was growing up, um, I didn't really get into comic books, but what I did do, like good little geek slash nerd that I was, is I rented out every book on Greek mythology from my elementary school library over time uh, and just read every single book we had. So Greek mythology, to me, um, was my entertainment. And this game is so much fun. Uh, You're just running around in an open world. You're getting new powers, new abilities. they're derived from the gods, so you get like Athena's shield, um, and you get like an Ares uh, staff move or spear move, um, and you get a Hephaestus uh, hammer slam. You get all kinds of cool weapons and abilities, and these will uh, allow you to navigate the world better. It will allow you to complete certain uh, puzzles better. This game is jam-packed. Everywhere you turn, there is something to do. And it is amazing. Uh, You turn a corner, you go around the corner, and not not only is the landscape beautiful, not only are you looking at cool statues, but that thing is packed with a puzzle or two puzzles or um, just something to do or something to look at. And I just, I, the game design is just blows my mind. This world is amazing. And just even just running around, I have a ton of fun. And that's, that's before you do any gameplay stuff. You're not having combat. You're not having 
um, you know, quests that you're going on. Um, this game is amazing. Uh, and it's going to be hard to knock it out of my top uh, one slot for this year, as far as I'm concerned right now, you know, with what's out there. Uh, I just don't really see anything blowing it out of the water. I certainly don't see it going out of the top five or top ten. Uh, if, if it does, 2021 is an amazing year. Um, the thing about the puzzles is they start out basically. You know, there's a couple different ones. So you have like um, you have one for memorization. So like there are these liar uh, puzzles where you go to a place in the world and you find a huge liar harp, right? Four strings and Scattered around the map in that zone, um, you'll find, I don't know, four to six little liars. And when you play them, you'll get like a little, like five note or whatever melody to memorize. And you can just write it down. You can then run back to the big liar or fast travel to the big liar, punch in that code, and all of a sudden you get these coins from Hades. And you can use those Hades coins to level up your. I want to say your move set, pretty sure. Uh, so you like your combat or your god powers or whatever. Uh, and that's cool. But then later on in the game, they start layering the puzzle. So now you get to a puzzle and you can tell, okay, I've got to get through that door. But in order to get through that door, I have to solve this puzzle first, which unlocks this peach, which then allows me to complete the actual puzzle that I was working on. So there's just so much to do in this game. And I am just, I'm having a ball with it. Uh, I am at, how long have I played this thing? A long time. It can't be 50 hours. Oh, it can. It's 50 hours. Probably not. Sorry. It's 51 (laughs) hours. I've played for 51 hours and, uh, I am only 43% of the way through the game. Only recently have I started, uh, intentionally trying to move the story along. I had just been collecting things and exploring, and oh my gosh, this game. Uh, I love this game. Questions? Uh, yes, I have a question. So I played this game. I mentioned it. like This was like right after Christmas, one of the games that I just focused down, and I played nothing but this for like four days straight, and uh, I beat the story. I mainlined it, though, so there's a lot of content I still have left to do. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I don't know if you mentioned it, but they just dropped their first DLC pack. Yes. So there's that. Um, I'm going to wait on a sale for the season pass, I think. But yeah, it's a really, really good game. Now, did you play Breath of the Wild? I did play a little bit of Breath of the Wild. Uh, I liked it, but I got frustrated by one thing. Yeah. And did you play, you've played Assassin's Creed, at least one of them, right? Yes, I played at least one. So I've played part of one and I've never played Breath of the Wild, but people are saying like it's a mix between the two. And I think I I think I enjoyed this more than I ever would either one of those things. Definitely more than Assassin's Creed. Yeah, um, I mean the Assassin's Creed is its own thing. Uh and Breath of the Wild I mean, this is better than Breath of the Wild in my opinion. Uh and you know, Zelda's good, but they do weird things with controls uh and controllers and peripherals. Um, but they also have breakable weapons. This game does not have breakable weapons. And if, if Breath of the Wild didn't have breakable weapons, it would be a much better game, in my opinion. Um, but you have the same sort of stamina system. So you can climb anything in this world, just like you can in Breath of the Wild, as long as you have enough stamina. And there are p- places in the world where you can take little breaks. So you're climbing a cliff, there's a little ledge, you can just stand on that, get your stamina back, then keep climbing. 
Um, one of the things you have to do, I mean, it's an Ubisoft game, so there are towers. Um, and these towers are statues of the gods. So there's, uh, I think, six you have to climb all total. And once you get to the top of that, you, of course, have the little look around thing that you do. Uh, and they kind of point out things like, you know, there's the um, the library and there's the Colosseum and there's the the archives and all, all sorts of other stuff. And there's Mount Olympus. And um, it kind of unlocks those points. But then you have that thing where you have to zoom in and find all these things. You can find chests, you can find uh, little dungeons you have to go into to solve. Um, any dungeon you complete, you can fast travel to. So once you start unlocking those little dungeons, you have a whole bunch of fast travel points that you can do. Um, one thing I didn't mention is the performance of the game. There is a drastic difference between the Series X and the One X. Now, of course, it looks amazing <laughs> on the Series X, or on the One X. Wait, Series X, that's the new one. It looks amazing on the Series X. It looks really good on the One X. But it plays like butter on the Series X, and it chugs a tiny bit. Just it... You may not notice it if that's the only thing you play it on in Series X, but I noticed that there's a tiny bit of input lag uh, in some of the jumping puzzles. So you have to do like a double jump and then a hover. And for the longest time, because I was switching back and forth between the two, I would have a ton of trouble uh, on the Series X. Gosh, we need better names. On the One X, I would have oh, difficulty boy. doing the double <laughs> jump because of the input lag. And a lot of times I would I would just miss that double jump and I would fall in fall down and my hover would not be at the highest point of the jump. And so I wouldn't be able to get where I was going to. And that was just killer on some of these puzzles because when you go into a little dungeon zone, you can't climb on things. Like you you just can't scale things like you can out in the world for whatever reason. So uh so if you miss a high jump, then you're kind of you're kind of out of it. So um that was the only thing I really noticed between the two, obviously load times. Uh so if you have a Series X, it's the best place to play it. We did have one problem. My daughter uh, had a corrupted save file. <laughs> I was just, I was gutted. I thought she's going to lose all of her progress. And I think what happened is it came back from quick resume and we didn't shut the game down properly. And so she had a corrupted save file. She couldn't save her game. We ended up losing like half an hour on her save, but that doesn't really matter. She just likes to go around and smash things. So she's not worried about the story. She's not worried about any of that stuff, but she loves this game. And that's what she asks to play. So this is her game now. It's it's beaten Forza. Now she wants to play Phoenix. And she can say amazing words like Ambrosia and Stamina <laughs> and all sorts of crazy stuff like that. So so uh, I do have a uh, – well, I don't, I'm not going to spoil anything, but have you – There's okay, let's not talk about the game. I need to talk about some Greek mythology. Okay. I uh, – who is Kratos? I thought he was the god of war. Simply because uh, of the name God of War. No. This is a Sony property. Uh, and he okay. he's just a guy who kills Ares, the God of War. And by okay. killing Ares, the actual God of War, he becomes the God of War. Okay, that makes sense because yes. there is somebody there might be somebody named that in this game. <laughs> I was confused. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. They have all kinds of funny references to 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 common things. I think they actually made fun of Breath of the Wild because they said something about weapons breaking. Uh, and they're like, well, your weapons don't break. It was like background characters were saying this, like, oh, at least the weapons don't break. I just, I just started laughing hilariously. I actually modeled my character because you can do a little bit of customization. I normally don't, but in this game I wanted to. 
Uh, I am playing a female phoenix <laughs> with a ponytail, and she has a red stripe across her face in honor soft. of Kratos. So, uh, so yeah. One other thing that we talked about offline is uh, combat. Mm-hmm. So I I played on story difficulty, which okay. means pretty easy. Um, I don't really have to worry about the combat, but you're playing on normal mode, right? I'm playing on normal. My daughter's also playing on story. No, no judgment. Um, <laughs> at the beginning of the game, story mode is very different from normal mode. Um, but by the time in the game where I am, I have more than half of the health upgrades and more than half of the stamina upgrades. Uh, and it's the combat is much easier now. Um, it's more challenging and it's more fun to me to play on normal. It was a little more difficult playing it on the one X, the series X, like I said, was butter. So combat was easy, you know, timing my parries, timing my dodges is easier on the one X. I have to think about it a little bit more. I have to anticipate a little bit more, uh, but it's still uh, very playable. Um, and I enjoy it. I mean, it's not the best combat in the world. The combat is not what is great about this game. It's good. It's not what's great about this game. What's great about this game is the content and all the puzzles that this world is just packed with. It's just amazing. Oh my gosh, it's so amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, so I would actually classify this game as 30% combat, 70% puzzle platforming. Because that I feel like that's what I did mostly. And that's even the main line of the game. Maybe there's specialized combat side quests, but... I feel like combat is a lesser part of the game. I don't know I, if you feel the same way. No, I think that's true. As I was, I remember when you said that, uh, or when you typed that, and I was reading it, and I was like, no. And then the more I thought about it, the more as, as I was playing, I was like, okay, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> At least in terms of time spent. Like, you're going to spend a lot more time in those vaults uh, doing those those puzzle platforms. Oh yeah. Most of your time is spent traveling um, and puzzle solving and like finding the puzzle. Ooh, a puzzle. And they sparkle from far away. They're amazing. And then you go do the puzzle. Uh, and yeah, you may have to clear out some enemies before you can do the puzzle. But then once you do that, you are free to solve the puzzle. Um, yeah. 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 And as, as we mentioned, we are live on Twitch and uh, we have somebody in the chat that was saying that, you know, uh, they'll give the game uh, a try based off, you know, me and you talking about it. And I, I would agree with what you said earlier. If we played this last year, this probably would have been definitely top three yes. contender for top, top game of the year. Yeah. I think, I think uh, it would have been my me. top game. I think it would have been my top game. It, definitely top three, uh, almost certainly top two. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I, that's not how math works, but yeah, right up there at the top. Yeah, it's really good. There are skill trees, and uh, it's just uh, it's not a pain to traverse. And what my one of my most important factors, it's colorful. <laughs> it's very colorful. And yeah, and once you start getting more and more stamina, you can fly farther and farther uh, from your starting point. So if you go to the uh, the Mount uh, Olympus type area or the whatever the gods where you're starting, you can fly very far across the map once you have enough stamina because you can do you can basically double jump, boost. Uh, or hover and then do a boost move uh, to go really far, really fast. Uh, and if you just want to drop very quickly, you just hold the B button and you just you start doing a dive bomb. Uh, and you, you can move around this game very quickly. There are mounts that you can eventually get, um, and they range in levels from one to three. And the level tells you how much stamina they have. So a one can only go so far. A three can go three times as far uh, while running. 
uh, one last thing, because I just saw it in the video that we're playing, is I-, I particularly noticed it because I'm playing on Xbox One X, which I never had any issues, by the way, just for anybody who has that system and they don't have a series yet. It ran perfectly fine, and I thought it looked great. Um, but one thing I did notice, and I was always wondering, is during some of the loading scenes, you're like kind of falling, and you got wings, and you can kind of control your person in the loading screen. and these things fall at you. I, you can collect them. I can't yes. remember if they actually add to your inventory, but I was they just do. thinking it's probably such a minute amount, but it I is. was thinking <laughs> it's well, one Kush, at a time. Kush is just going to miss out on this entire loading I know. experience. I, when I do it on my one X, I can collect two, maybe three of those on my, uh, my series. I can, I can maybe see it in the distance and then like, it never comes to me. And I just, I started laughing about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great game. Immortals Phoenix rising. The value, the gameplay for the money is there. It is tons of fun. And you are not going to be missing out on content if you pick this game. I I still have so much more to do, and I'm still very excited to do it. Hey, are the two of us allowed to talk now? (laughs) (laughs) As long as it's about Immortals, Phoenix Rising, sure. Sweet. In the Twitch, listener XI The Rock IX, otherwise known as Eleven The Rock Nine, said, I keep thinking of a colorful Darksiders when I watch this game play. Well, yes, this game definitely is colorful, right? Yeah, I would say that the combat in Darksiders is um, more rewarding. I really like the combat in Darksiders, and and I like the puzzles as well. But uh, Darksiders was more combat, less puzzle. This is more puzzle, less combat. So this, I'm kind of getting the vibe that this is just kind of the great Ubisoft melting pot of a variety of different sort of games all together. Cause it looks looking at the video that rocker uh, had there. It has that uh, new Assassin's Creed inventory screen. It looked, it uh, looked like the combat was more like uh hack and slashy than something like an Assassin's Creed. Uh, yeah. I, I haven't played the new ones. I think they're a little more tactical, um, um, but this is more just hack and slashy. Um, yeah, I think they learned a lot, and I'm, I'm like I said, I was not upset when they delayed this because I wanted it to be good, and the game is really good. Um, there, there are more DLCs coming. The first DLC is kind of, I think, more of a challenge pack. So you're trying to, um, uh, you're basically just going through and doing a whole bunch of challenges. So like uh, navigational challenges and things like that. I think there are even puzzles. I think they said they added new types of puzzles or new mechanics to to puzzles. Um, and then there's two more DLCs planned. One is an overhead brawler, which sounds okay. I'm in, whatever. Uh, and the second one is basically Immortals Phoenix Rising, but uh, with Chinese mythology. Uh, so I think that's kind of cool too, because I didn't, I don't know too much about that, and I like this game. So yes, there was also talk like on a TA article that they just put out like this past week about the DLC that it could focus on a different character. And so I was waiting to go back to the game to do all the side quest stuff once I got into the DLC. But it sounds like y- you could kind of just be, it could be like a standalone thing. And well, yeah, this first, this first DLC is completely segmented from the loading screen. You can choose it, you can do it. And it says, Hey, you're going to start a brand new whatever with Phoenix. So you're still going to have Phoenix in this first DLC. It's separate. None of your stuff carries over. I think you just have a max level character. Uh, and it said that they will spoil story elements if you do that. So I said, okay, no, I'm not going to check it out. 
So I assume the other DLCs are going to be similar. Hmm. I see a thing on TA that says various achievements are currently known to be buggy and may potentially not unlock. You heard anything I about that? I have not had problems. I've had problems with other games the past couple of weeks, but not this game. Uh, everything has unlocked when it was supposed to. I think you know it's an Ubisoft game, so the first couple of weeks that these games come out, they're they're buggier, uh, and then they they push out patches. So I, I have not experienced any issues with achievements. Yeah, there's no flag for buggies on any of these achievements. I'm wondering if that's an old informational text box there, but I haven't had any problems either. And you know, we played it, you know, a month, two months after launch. So looks like the first DLC is worth a lovely 325 gamer score. Why did they do that? Because they have not talked to Zitalon. They made a thousand. <laughs> so that was Immortals Phoenix Rising. Now from Rising, let's go to Falling. Uh, Corey, what would, uh, uh, would you uh. play? Uh. Oh, uh, I see that. Uh, well, I played a Metroidvania game. Surprise, surprise. Keeping you on your toes, Corey. On your toes. <laughs> and that happens to be Jedi Star Wars Jedi. Well, okay, this is weird. The name is Star Wars Jedi. Fallen Order. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just want they call it Fallen Order. I don't know. I, anyways, that's what I played, and it is a Metroidvania game. I only played it because like I've been meaning to play it. I I bought it uh, when it came out. Well, not when it close to when it came out. Got it on got a deep deep discount. So I'm glad I'm playing it now that it's basically free in uh, EA Play Game Pass. Anyways, I played it because Warboat told me to. Uh, I had to get through quite a bit of the story, probably two thirds, according to the story related achievements. And you know what? It is a fine game. Whenever you just want to like watch a movie, watch Twitch and tune out and not listen to anything, you can just throw on Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and not pay a lick of attention. I'm joking, Koosh. I'm joking. Very story driven game. Yes. Very story driven game. And, uh, you know, I I don't follow it too much. I'm not a Star Wars guy, but it it was good. I, I like the platforming in it. The combat again. I'm I'm playing on story mode. Thank you very much, <laughs> as much as I possibly can. And uh, I don't have to worry about you know dying too much because really, I, I just want to experience a story. And the platforming bits are my favorite parts about it. Um. Switch to some video here. Uh and yeah, I I don't know too much else to say about it. It's it's good. I think Kusha's completed it. I'm probably going to stick with it relatively like soon. So I'll probably keep wet it this month. I'm done with it on my warboats thing, so I don't need to play it anymore. But I'm so far in the story, I figure I might as well. It doesn't seem like a hard game to complete, although Maybe a little boring once I'm done. Like, I think I have to go back and get everything that the game has to offer. Yeah, there is a lot of backtracking that can be done. Uh, You certainly can't get everything on your first time through each of the levels. Um, And the combat being notched up a couple difficulties makes it more interesting. I'm not a masochist, so I don't go in there and do it like Dark Souls level difficulty. So I think I just did whatever the default was. And um, it made the game more enjoyable to me. 
um, to add in that layer of, oh, crap, I actually could die if I'm not paying attention. Yeah. Like I said, I, I don't have much to say about it other than I, I, I have enjoyed it, you know. Um, the story's been okay. The platforming is where I'm, I'm most interested in, though, and uh, finding the secret areas and things like that. And yeah, I've I've actually uh I started it and it uh kinda uh fell or fallen off the wayside. Uh I didn't like the combat at all. Um and I, I think I just kinda d- disagree a little. Like I found that and it could just be in my head, so like when you're a kid and you use a lightsaber, when things hit other things with a lightsaber, when you hit they die or they get chopped up into bits. And in the Fallen Order, they don't do that at all, and it's frustrating to just keep, like, ineffectually whacking at something at a lightsaber. Um, And a lot of the times I just felt like, man, can I just have a gun? I would love a gun. Mm -hmm. And just shoot things from the disc, like, with my gun. And Yeah, uh, I would love a phaser, you know? This guy's (laughs) on a ledge. He can't, it's just a big frog. Let's just shoot him with with the gun. Because, uh, yeah, I, I found that he was, uh, uh, and I didn't like the main Jedi protagonist. I found him to be a little bit of a weenie. <laughs> See, l- luckily for me, I'm not too invested into the Star Wars lore. Uh, although I have now have a Wikipedia page up for the Order 66 to figure out what that, you know, more about what that's about. Oh, my. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, th- there was actually a part like two days ago, where I couldn't get through these vines. I guess they were special vines my laser couldn't cut through. But, yeah, I, I felt the same way. Yeah, the lightsaber cuts through, like, everything. At least in the movie. Yeah, okay, so maybe your lightsaber doesn't do what you expect it to do, but the game is still fun. Um, I mean, it has, um, very early on, it has a, a set piece, much like, um, uh, what was Fufu calling it? Uh, Uncharted, uh, Uncharted 2. Uncharted. <laughs> um, it has a set piece very much like uh, one found in Uncharted 2. And, uh, I, I enjoyed that. Uh, yeah. And the traversal is amazing. Let me just say this. Any game that allows you to run should allow you to wall run because that wall run move is so much fun. Um, it's, it's a respawn move and it's amazing. Uh, I need Respawn to put that in everything they do. Even if they made a chess game, I would want a wall run. Uh, it's that good. Mm-hmm. I don't play every Star Wars game, but I did play Star Wars Force Unleashed like back in the day, and I remember it being good. This one's probably better, but I, I could, I don't know. I could see myself forgetting about it. I definitely can appreciate there's no dogfighting in it, because that's one of my least favorite things about some of these Star Wars games. So I guess there's that. Yeah, I would say that the movement is better in this than in those series. That series, um, mm-hmm. just like the the ability to move around the map is so much better in this because of wall running. Um, but <laughs> among other things, it's you know it's aged. So this is new. That's old. So of course it's going to feel better. Um, but yeah, those games are great too. I love them. Yeah, I liked everything about it that didn't have to do with actually fighting with a lightsaber. <laughs> now, how far did you get, Vulgar? Did you get to the double jump? No, I got to uh, Kashik, 
Well, I tried. Oh, so, that's very that's very early. <laughs> well, because I tried going to the uh, other planet, and they're like, "Yeah, you probably shouldn't go to this other planet." And I was like, "Whatever, I'm a Jedi." And uh, <laughs> no, um, I found that this game really answered the question because you know all the Jedi died. And I wondered like how did all the Jedi die? Because they all seemed very awesome and Force uh, Fallen Order that uh, it proved it because not all of them are good. Some of them are really bad. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm enjoying it for what it is. I'm just not a Star Wars guy, so I don't have like that love for it. But it is it is a good game, and I can recognize that. I liked, like I said, I liked parts of it. It's just I didn't like i I didn't think that Dark Souls combat fit with a lightsaber because of just my own personal opinion about what a lightsaber does to people. You know armor plating and in 2000 years will change or whenever when is this set who's like does this have a year it's a long star wars a, a long time it's a, ago it's, a <laughs> it's, 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 in the, it's in the past okay in a galaxy <laughs> it's like right at the beginning i shouldn't i shouldn't know this because of something that might come up later in yeah. the twitch vod but okay <laughs> so cory so l is star wars jedi fallen order a vayner it is more of a vayner than Journey to the Savage Planet. I will give it that. I, I haven't had to do too much backtracking. I've had to go back to planets, but there's definitely like it, it has it has very vaynery aspects. As you're going through these places, you'll unlock a door that was locked on the other side, and it will go shortcut unlocked, so you don't have to go back through those places again. And um, oh, that's cool. I, I, obviously, I'm assuming when I go back to these places to do collectible grinding that uh, i'll be able to use my double jump on the first planet i ever visited and stuff like that so i mean it is a vayner in that aspect i keep getting these new powers or i guess in this case remembering things he used to could do I, I don't know the force is like my french class you can just totally forget it and it'll come up and be like oh yeah that's how you say that word <laughs> right and it's now on ea play correct yeah, yeah. So if you have Game Pass, you can play this game. Uh, TA says it's a 20 to 25 hour completion. The story is, is actually going kind of quick in a sense. Like it's broken up into, like you can break it up into chapters and there's probably, I don't know if I had to guess eight, eight or nine chapters. And I don't know, it feels kind of slow going through that. So I think most of that completion estimate comes from going back and getting the collectibles. Um, and you have to like scan every enemy and things like that. It it doesn't sound super fun after I beat the story, but you know, you got to do what you do for those Vayner points. It's up to almost two hundred thousand people have played it on TA. It's pretty popular. Well, when it's quote unquote free, yeah, that that will help. Star Wars. Do you get to meet? That too. <laughs> do you get to meet uh, Captain Picard? Oh, you know, I think he's on the third planet you get to. He he beams you up. Okay, and that's in the TARDIS. Yeah, on Mount Lord of the Rings. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the famous Mount Lord of the Rings. Mount Lord of the Rings. <laughs> that's in New Zealand. Gelfling. <laughs> Some kind of Horcrux. I don't know. All right, I can't. I can't uh, pass. I can't. Uh, oh, that's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. In case you're looking for more of the Star Wars. L, did you play anything? I, I don't have a transition. 
What about you? <laughs> He's the host. You have to listen to him. It's your turn. He's the shot oh. caller. Oh, all right. 20-inch blades on my Impala. I thought it'd be funny to follow up AAA games with our old favorite publisher, Radalika. I played a ditty called Golf Zero. I could see Devin's face saying, why did you pick this game? I don't know. I liked it. I liked a rat, and I wanted to talk about it. it is, it's good. It's, it, it's not. It's it, actually it is a, pretty good. It is a golf <laughs> platformer, all right? It's a golf platformer. I have never seen anything like this. And I think you play as a sandwich, but I'm not quite sure. <laughs> it's made it definitely for you. It's, it's, it's more of like a cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> if you look at the cover art, it definitely looks like a piece of bread. And he wears a hat. And it's a very minimalist game. You occasionally see some sailboats and some uh, other things going by. Now, what I actually wish this game had more of a story. I'd like to know why I'm trying to go golfing and I see uh, things trying to kill me. I just want to go golfing. So the main gist of the game, you're putting up video so I can... Oh, Joy-Con. Apparently, this is only a Nintendo game. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, you know. Yes, I, uh, the yeah. I remember this part of the game, the tutorial where I couldn't figure out what to do, and then my son said, "Why don't you try jumping and then hit the ball?" And, it worked. and that's one of the biggest uh, things you got to do: Ooh, jump. Tradi- traditional golf jump shot. Yeah, yeah. Yes, look at that. Yeah, Tiger Woods did it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger Woods did a lot of things. Yeah, there you go. Nine, the Rock Eleven wants to buy this game. It's really fun. Uh, the achievement list, as usual. Is a little lacking. The game has 80 levels. The highest you have to go up to in the achievements is 41, so that's actually a little more than usual. Um, after you get 31, I didn't even realize you can go right to 41. I actually finished the first group of 40 levels. And then it's uh, broken up into two worlds. 41 starts the next one. That one, they introduce you to racing this dude. You race this guy, and you got to be the first one to get the ball in the hole. Yeah, so you get three balls. And if you wanted to go for medals, you can try to hit the balloon. The achievement list only makes you do this one time, which in a way is a pity, but definitely makes the game easier if that's what you're after. So there you go. You're going to see him hit the balloon. And he missed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you got to join this live Twitch stream to see what I'm talking about. But yeah, you hit the balloon to get a gold medal. They don't go based on your time, even though there's a timer going down. You just need to get one gold medal. And I think there's one or two levels where you just have to beat it without dying. And then the rest of the achievement list is straightforward. You just have to beat levels. If I recall, it's a game that as you progress, um, you cannot you can play any of the levels like you have a selection of levels ahead of where you are. So if you're having trouble, you can skip that one. I think I got frustrated near the end of the achievement grind, the 40 levels, and I skipped one or two. I think that's the case here. Uh, yes, I, I, stuck, I, you don't I mentioned to... that, Corey, that um, the first level in the second world is open, which is lo- number 41. So I believe. That's probably what you skipped. I to. don't recall going to the second world, but maybe no. it's been so while, so long, and it only took me, you know, 
an hour? 40 minutes. <laughs> 9.47 at night to 10.34 at night. That's how long it took me. Uh, Heizo said it was an incredibly frustrating game near the end. Yeah, so I actually kept going past the 41 levels. and I made it to around level 60 or so. So yeah, I actually really like this game. I kept going with it. It is uh, the, I, unique. I yeah, I do wish there was more than one music track. Usually with these rats, there's at least if you switch to the second world, there'll be a different song. No, it was one song the whole time. So not too great in that department. But I believe if you look at the credits, this game was made by two people. So with that said, I thought it was definitely unique. And if this goes on sale from like five dollars to three twenty four, pick it up. <laughs> You could do worse than this. <laughs> yeah, a little sandwich go. Of all the of all the rats that I played, it's probably up there on the list as one of the better. It, it, it it's a game. It, at least it's a, it's a rat. It tries something different. <laughs> Look at this wall jumping. There's, there's definitely Meat Boy vibes. I wanted to say also. Maybe maybe Meat Boy inspired. The gameplay just a little bit. Instead of meat. Your sandwich, which the best sandwiches usually contain meat, so there you go. Except peanut butter and jelly. That was a uh, golf. That is zero. a very good sandwich. Did they ever say why it's golf zero? Is Don't it have zero calories? Um, I think it's because of all the matrix type maneuvers that you uh, do. That's Neo. Um, <laughs> um Mega Man and Zero. Ah, uh, so uh, yeah. Speaking of. Uh, games that try something different let's talk about assassin's creed uh or the one i played uh yeah. assassin's creed unity uh so take you back to 2014 you and uh, i launched as a oh there it is yeah if you're if you're watching on the live stream as a buggy broken horrible mess and i'm happy to report that after almost seven years it's a slightly more playable broken mess. Yeah. So you just run around, uh, you assassinate people in revolutionary France, and you get frustrated about how awkwardly your dude moves. Um, there's graphical glitches. There's chests all over Paris you can go collect. That's what most of my time's been doing. And you can play it in co-op. If you can find one other person to do co-op missions with, you two can suffer together in Assassin's Creed. <laughs> was that an invitation? Uh, no, actually, Ahizo was the one that uh, oh, that was a plead, oh. drug me into this, and uh, now I'm stuck. Good job. Looking, uh, uh, just getting all the chests. So things I've run into, uh, so far. One, uh, you can climb into windows. Um, that's one of the more interesting parts of it is that, you know, breaking apart from the different Assassin's Creed games where you just climb up buildings. Sometimes you can go in the buildings through open windows and it is really hit and miss. If you go into the window, um, it's all over the place. Um, sometimes I'll want to like go around the window and he'll go in. Sometimes I want to go in the window and he won't. Uh, and also it's very surprising to me that you can go into those places through the window and the people just look completely unconcerned that they're, you know, climbing, that somebody's climbing through your windows and snatching your people up. Um, so it's, 
it's broken. It's better than when it first launched. It's playable. I presume there's a story. I've gotten very, I think, uh, sequence three. So I just got the, here's your hidden blade. You're an assassin, kid. Here's Paris. And I've explored it. Um, And yeah, it's, you know, there's towers to climb, people to kill, uh, collectibles. There's cockades, I think is the direct thing that they're called. You can collect those. I don't know what they are. But yeah, it's... Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, it is C-O-C-K-A-D-E. Cockades. There's, there's hundreds of them, I guess. Cockades. Cockades scattered throughout Paris. All right. Does anyone have any questions about Assassin's Creed Unity? So this is on the one? Yes. Uh, I think it only released on the one. Oh, yes, it did. Uh, yeah, I know the three, some of them around that time were on both. Three, both. 360 got Assassin's Creed, Creed Rogue, which I hear is better. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Rogue. Uh, ooh, man, words. Cockade. Uh, Assassin's <laughs> Creed Rogue uh, was, was a throwback to the old style, kind of the uh, you know the black flag style of Assassin's Creed, whereas this one was a multiplayer uh, buggy mess, which it wasn't so bad. I, I didn't mind the bugs, except for when they, you know, you get stuck in a table, you jump off a wall and you get stuck in a table and you have to reboot. Um, that part sucked, but yeah, it was, it was okay. Um, it's slightly better. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I tried to buy the, if you throw down $5, you can do the time saving pack, which gives you the whole map unlocked. Uh, so I did that. And then it immediately didn't take the, like, Microsoft took the money, but it didn't update. So then I was like, ah, oh, it must be broken. So long story short, I spent $15 on this game uh, already. I think $5 oh, is no. more than I paid for the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely been on sale. Um, there was, like, an abundance at, you know, a third-party website for, like, a dollar. A dollar, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, uh, it's not... It's worth a dollar. It's Yeah, I, I, I'd say it's worth a dollar. You... There is fun to be had, and that's actually probably what I find to be the most frustrating thing about it, is not that it's bad, but there's stuff that is good there. It's just, it's a cake that was pulled out of the oven about halfway through baking. And while there might be some cooked parts that taste pretty good, the rest of it's a big, hot mess. Yeah. Cannot. This was after Black Flag, right? Yes. Which was the good one. Yes. Black Flag is my favorite one. What came after Unity? I'm looking up a timeline Syndicate. now, but if you know. Yeah. I've heard good things, right? Yep. Syndicate. Syndicate. That's the one with the grappling hook, and you get to play in Victorian England. Yeah, you get Jack the Ripper DLC. Yep. Just how someone mentioned said they loved it. Yep. Where you get to play as Jack the Ripper. Um, that's a big thing. Yeah, the thing with that one, we've completely switched ACs. That one, you had your choice of protagonist. You could be the guy or the girl. I think it was the first one that allowed you to make that choice. Yep, and which I always thought was kind of weird, uh, maybe because I wasn't following along, but like it seemed like it went off genetic memories, so like from ancestors. So I didn't really understand why you could play as a brother-sister pair. But I think they handle that. But yeah, no, and yes, you do have to open all the chests for completion in unity and people are bringing that up the map that i have is so full of chests and other assorted crap that i can barely see anything else it's just a 
series of dots all around. It's it's kind of gross. Well, here's my recommendation for that, because I do remember that. I do remember the end game grind was opening all the chests, so I would just fire up a podcast mm-hmm. or something and just listen to that while I mindlessly ran through windows and jumped through everyone's house to ransack their chests, uh, and I would just spend like an hour, half hour a night just doing that. that and uh, That's going to be- yeah, broke it up. That's going to be uh, uh, my plan, I think, is I'm going to go district by district- getting everything but yeah the some of the big bugs though that you've seen uh with like the people's faces all yumped up that's better it's much more playable still a mess loads great though on the on the uh series x so there you go are weapons breakable no no (laughs) okay no this game has enough problems there's a ton of weapons but they're not breakable um, and the co-op was fun, uh, while it worked. I enjoyed it. It's not bad. Not great. Not, <laughs> not great. There are better Assassin's Creed. If you it, haven't, it's playable. If you haven't played an Assassin's Creed before. Wait, look at the video. He's, yeah, don't start. He's hanging on nothing. Yeah, this is a great, what great choice of videos. <laughs> <laughs> I went for the bugs one, you know, I think we should do that for all games. Yeah, no boy <laughs> has dropped a code for this game in the chat. If you're not here, you missed out on this one dollar um, code. Yeah, I've <laughs> I've had NPCs like float in air. There's one achievement that I had for watching a play, and so the dude Arno is just sitting there drinking coffee, and as he kept drinking his coffee, one the coffee kept going kept going into his face, like all the way through his face. And the coffee cup kept getting farther and farther away from his hand as he kept drinking the coffee to the point where it was halfway through the room as he just kept chugging this coffee cup. It was weird. So, yeah, it was slightly redeemed. Nate, do you have anything that else that's redeemed or a thing that could redeem a redeemer, perhaps? Sure. I'd like to talk about another game. This game I'd like to talk about is Immortals Phoenix Rising. And much like are the weapons breakable? Much like playing the game Immortals Phoenix Rising, and I stick to it for the story, I forget about earning achievements. So let me just talk about that for two seconds. All the achievements in Immortals Phoenix Rising are progression based. So there's nothing for like going and doing something backwards or upside down or on a Thursday. It's all collect all these, do all these, uh, basically complete the game from start to finish. So the uh, achievements are very basic. Just get from you know beginning of the game to the end of the game. Uh, and it's really all about the gameplay, the puzzles, that sort of stuff. Okay, enough with Immortals Phoenix Rising. The other game I would like to talk about very briefly, because I only played it for a little bit, is Redeemer Enhanced Edition. Now, I like this game. It's an overhead brawler. Um, you star, you star, you play as a guy who's basically uh, got a lot of rage. So he goes off and becomes a monk and tries to quell his rage. But then someone uh, interferes with him on his 999th day of peace and quiet, and uh, he wanted to get to a thousand, and it just will not do. So he goes off and just starts murdering people left and right. Uh, there's a lot of uh, kung fu, so you're punching, you're kicking. It reminds me of Twelve Monks of Shaolin. You remember that one, Roy? Uh, Corey? I think you really liked that one. Roy, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I didn't. It wasn't my favorite, but it wasn't. 
terrible. Yes. This game is a little different. But. I, I think that Redeemer is a more fun version of that. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And the, there are fun achievements in that game. Uh, you can do environmental kills if you get near a flashing object. So you can like impale people on trees. You can throw them into fires. Uh, there, there are fun achievements that are environmental based. Uh, there's one called Feeding the Fishes. I'll let you figure out what that is. Um, you can level up as you go and you can choose what you want to level up. Do you want to add uh, an extra hit to your punch combo? Do you want to have the ability to uh, like preload a punch and have it be more powerful? Same thing with kicks. Then you also get guns, uh, gun skills. <laughs> and so you can level up your uh, pistol skills, your shotgun, machine gun, stuff like that. I've only gotten about two levels in, um, but it is a fun game. And uh, I'm really enjoying it just for you know getting in there and killing stuff. Uh, there's a couple different difficulty levels. I don't think any of the achievements pertain to that, with the exception of uh, beating the game on hardcore mode. I don't think anything else really matters. As you progress through, though, it doesn't appear that there's a chapter select. Maybe that will open up at the end of the game to allow you to repeat chapters. I'm not sure about that. But the other achievements are for doing things so many times, like stealth kills, executions, um, parries, um, just collecting all the things. Um, but yeah, it's a fun little game, and maybe it'll come up later in the show. Hmm. Maybe. I don't get it. Uh, I don't follow hints well. Is So is this more like deep... Um, so it's an isometric brawler. Is it more like uh like stat based like a Diablo kind of thing, or is it more its own or you know you get kind of set progression? It is a set a straight up hack and slash, just beat 'em up. I think they call it a beat 'em up on TA. Um, it's not really loot per se, so it's not kind of like Diablo that way. But you can level up your skills. There's no skill tree really, but you can just make your punches better as you do moves more those moves become better. So you'll, you'll automatically start leveling up your punch just by punching dudes in the face. Uh, you'll level up your kick by kicking dudes in the face. Um, and I guess by using the guns as well. I, like I said, I haven't gone that far. I've gone uh, two levels. I started the third level. I then went back to see if there was a level select, and there was not, because one of the achievements is for doing uh, something on level two a certain way, and I wanted to experiment with that and figure out what that was. But there was no, uh, there was no way to backtrack at that point. What is the time and setting of this game yeah i don't know um obviously there there are ninjas uh and monks and dudes with semi-automatic weapons so he's like in a tattered forest he's wearing like a toga but he has sneakers does he have sneakers i didn't see that he's got sneakers let let me back up the video and and you can see for yourself but like those look like converse that he's wearing It'll, it'll zoom in here in a second but uh, I mean, otherwise, it looks like decent gameplay. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, the gameplay is great. There's a dodge move. Love dodge moves. There's parry move. Um, doesn't seem to do any damage to people. So if you um, they flash red and you hit your left shoulder button, you'll kind of parry it or do a weird kind of like deflection on them, and then they won't attack for a couple seconds. Uh, but no, it's it's a lot of fun uh, for a beat 'em up. Yeah, and he's fighting like soldiers in this forest. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm totally confused by. What, what I'm seeing here, but I mean, it looks fun. Looks decent for a beat 'em up. Yeah, it's fun beat 'em up. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Redeemer Enhanced Edition. So I noticed something about this game. Oh, yeah, 
It has breakable weapons, yes. It does have breakable weapons, but it's okay. <laughs> hmm. Was that your comment? No, no dead horses, Court. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I noticed <laughs> that's true. That, <laughs> that there's room in the upper right-hand corner for a second player. I wouldn't know about that. I do not have such things in my life. It does not have a second player. I did some quick research. It is two-player, but local only. Ah. So, I have to move to Maryland. Uh, there's a fun achievement for um, killing three dudes at one time, and for that, I recommend an axe. Uh, that's a great weapon with the Y attack. It just <laughs> it murders a swath of people in front like, of you. I see the Diablo vibes that you were thinking about. Yeah, I, I can see, you know, um, watching this, I can see how you think it's a little bit Diablo, but when you're in there, it's really just a beat em up. It's a. Sure. There's no dungeonies. It's, yeah. It's just when you, whenever I see dudes just beating people up in isometric style, my mind just goes to Diablo. We we need more isometric beat em ups, if you ask me. And this game's on sale for $6 right now? Sh- spoilers. <sighs> oh, God. Rude. Oh, no. Rude. That was Maybe. The coming up later. It might Oops. be. I don't know. Oh. I don't pay attention oh. to such things. Re- you mean Redeemer? People should buy it now and, and play with you. Enhanced Edition is $30 normally. We'll fix it in post. Dang it, Devin, you're being worse. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fix it in post. All right. <laughs> oh, please. I'm sorry. I didn't. Oh, there's no problem. You'll redeem yourself later. I'm sure I won't. Oh, I get it. Ah, uh, wow. So that's, uh, looks like we've, with all the breakable weapons. We just made Kush drink. <laughs> yep, we did. We've yep. let him to drink. <laughs> with all the, uh. It's just water. The uh, we we breakable weapons talk. I I feel like we have a genesis of a new dead horse. Sega Genesis. How did you play Sega I, Genesis? I don't know if you 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 Corey and Fu for now in a three way tie for awful segues. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! All right, fine. Fufus is the best. Uh yeah. So Sega Genesis Classics. I basically just threw on here to uh, show off that I completed the game earlier today, and it's in your favorite genre of collection. The best <laughs> genre, everyone's favorite <laughs> genre of collection. Yeah. So, I mean, this type of game, uh, you you know what it is when you're getting it. It's basically got fifty plus Genesis games, and I believe it has some old original Sega games as well. I was more of a Super Nintendo kid, but you can't deny your Sonics, your Streets of Rages. Booger Man. Booger! No Booger Man. They missed out. Missed an opportunity. Damn it. I'm pretty sure I played Booger Man on Genesis. Yeah, Yeah, no, it was on Genesis. I had it. Oh, okay. But this collection. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, it is not in this collection. Yeah, you had some good interplay with Booger Man back in the day. They did a, uh, it was kind of like, like a bad earth one. Yeah, so the achievement list leaves a little bit to be desired again because you're, it only makes you play some of the game. Uh, the last one I did was Sonic Spinball collecting the three Chaos Emeralds, which was actually glitched when the game first came out. So I just came back to it today. Now, nothing to do with it being on my RTDL, not at all. But I did get the completion, and I'm trying to get my lovebird Fug to complete this game, too. Good luck with that. Those challenges are rough. It's worth a, a healthy 
2075 TA. Yeah, the challenges are not great, but you know the old adage, if Big L can do it, I think you can do it, Devin. That's the last one you have left, it looks like? Yes, it is the last one. Uh, yeah, Some of those challenges are a pain. They're Challenging? Real, they are a real bear. <laughs> the Golden Axe ones are a nightmare. I'm real bad at Golden Axe. I've found. Yeah, you get to do a lot of jumping trying them over yeah but overall i believe this is a very nice package i don't see it go on sale too often it's 30 dollars. i picked it up the countdown sale had it for seven fifty. Okay. Oh, oh wow that's good what? 13 dollars, yeah, maybe 13 7 I, I spend a lot of money i think i sp- spent 30 dollars on this one believe i i bought it day one i'm pretty sure yeah it was oh, 30 bucks yeah yeah I'm into this type of stuff. You could just throw it on and play whatever. Nostalgia triumphs overall. Yeah, it's can't wait to the series version. Yeah, I would sign me up. Yeah, there's because yeah, <laughs> as I remember, there's uh, two uh, 360 versions. One's just called Genesis. It's the same game, but one's a Genesis collection. The other's a Mega Drive collection. Uh, yeah, but then this one is called Sega Mega Drive. Yeah, and Genesis. So it's not doesn't then, get the region variants like the other one did. I guess Europe doesn't like Phil Collins. Oh God! The jokes are just <laughs> up in the air. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> and with that, we've reached a new low. <laughs> Look at that, Shinobi Sonic 3D. Don't play that one. And <laughs> there's some good ones. Uh, no Eternal uh, Champion. Mental Knight wants to know if the, it has a map. <laughs> but now I'm not sure if he's talking about this game or the last game. It has a sick uh, Sega-themed 90s room. Yeah, and the old-school TV. And then you, when you pick a game, you see the cart going in. Uh, Definitely got really good. Did, did it have Vector Man in it? One and two. Oh, yeah. X, yeah, freshly Ooh. Dead wanted to know. That was there you one go. Of the, that was a hard challenge, too. You had to get all the thingies in that one. Yep. That that one's one I still need to do. Uh, the only other thing that bothered There's me... There's videos. There's stuff. The, the only other thing that done. bothered me about it is that you have all the cases, and but they don't have the cover art for any of the games. Oh, you just see the spines? Well, you see the spines, but when you pop the cartridge in, because it shows you popping a cartridge in and you can eject it or whatever, it does not have the art for the cartridge. Oh, weird. That's weird. Uh, a lot of those games, I had one of those kids so i know i'm like the back of my hand and you know the back of your hand quite well that's new it is sight gag what else is new <laughs> is uh food yelp <laughs> yeah lots of food talk are you gonna talk about food yep overcooked all you can eat Ooh. another of my favorite genre the collection this is Overcooked 1 ah. and 2. And this time you can play Overcooked 1 online. And it has all the DLCs and everything. It's broken. Uh, it's actually horrifically broken. <laughs> I wish I wanted to like it. I had people, you know, Jables and Death and Heizo. We were all going to we gonna play through all of them. But the online is not good. It uh, constantly drops. If you play on local... Uh, it has profile issues, so anytime you unlock an achievement, it like loses its mind. Oh, it no. makes me so very sad. 
I because the like everything else about this I love. I love playing Overcooked. Uh it's a great party game. Uh, I think the second one's still on Game Pass. Uh, and it's it's a great time. Um, and the achievement list for this one is so much better. You don't have to three star everything. It has like unique, interesting achievements like playing as all rats on a specific stage. Uh, you know, playing as bears in when there's a campfire stage. You know, good. It's a lot of good stuff there. Then uh, the gameplay itself is solid when it works, but it seems like you'd have to have a couch partner to get it to work to the fullest extent. And at that point, you don't really need a collection really because the two games are, have been given away or what have you often. Uh, so when it, I, I hope it gets fixed. Um, when you look at the forums for it, it shows that, um, you know, they are working on patches or what have you, but, um, it's just, it just makes me really, really sad. And this collection is only on the series consoles, right? Yes, this is a only a series. This is a series exclusive. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and it's also only one thousand gamer score. Ew. Yeah. So that's a lot of work. No, because you don't have to three star everything. And when you oh, when you only have to just beat the level in general, it's not too bad. You know, is there like a no fail modifier? Well, I mean, it works based off of how like your stars works off how much money you made. And so, okay, generally you can kind of have. So as long as you can get the one star, story mode is, is I think what we're looking for. Yeah. Both games have a story (laughs) mode. Yeah. So you have to do the story mode for both of the games and then all of the extra content. I think you have to do quite a bit of it, Um, like the DLCs and stuff. Um, but you can play the game by yourself. It's not as good because you have to control two people at the same time. And it really changes the game in a way that I'm not a big fan of. It's wait. So you can control two people at the exact same time. You're not just alternating between uh, like giving a command to go chop and then go switch to the other guy or you're actually, it's worse than that. Uh, you control one at a time, but you can hold an action. So, Let's say you have him go do dishes. So you have one guy do dishes and you hold the X button for him and then you can switch to another character and they can go chop. Yeah. Okay. So you basically have to queue it up. So it really like breaks your brain. Um, and so it's, I don't think it's as good, uh, doing it that way as it is. Cause I've, I've played through all of overcooked two, uh, with a group and it, that's way more fun. And I'd highly recommend that game. I just had a thought, like, this is a, well, could be, Hovercooked 2 at least, could be the perfect before panel game, but <laughs> I've I've heard that these can cause divorces, and uh, we, we see... Hey, Corey. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> I, I didn't know you guys wanted to break up the panel right before recording. <laughs> this game would be like a Yoko with you guys. <laughs> oh, man. It's it's fun. I I enjoy it. Um, as long as you're not trying for three stars, it's it's not too bad. And it it really does force teamwork. Uh, it puts you in situations where one person cannot carry the whole team. They have to work together. Um, and it 
really requires a lot more communication uh, and cooperation. What? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I miss Overcooked. Well, that's, well, here you go. Here's a new, <laughs> you played all over. It's on the Series X. <laughs> oh, sweet! It's only like yeah, I've only played it forty. Only bucks. played it uh, local. Oh, so you miss having people at your house? Yeah, that's what you mean. I was this close to my divorce. <laughs> COVID, 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 dang COVID, making <laughs> sure I kept my marriage. How dare! <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell, let's go to the news. Segway out of this. Go, go, go. Move, move, move. move. It's depressing. <laughs> uh, so, looks like we got a few uh, stories to cover. Uh, looks like Bleeding Edge will not be updated with any new content. Um, so, for all five of you that played Bleeding Edge competitively, I'm sure sad about that. Aren't they required by law to change the name from Bleeding Edge to uh, not Bleeding Edge? Don't do it. <laughs> to, to dull? Bleeding out. Yeah, bleeding bleeding out. out. Hey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> butter knife? I don't know. Yeah, it's... I, I didn't like Bleeding Edge. Um, I, I've, I've not had a good time playing it. I'm just... Really? I'm happy there's no DLC and that they're never adding more achievements and that it's done and I never have to go back ever, ever, ever again. Do I smell a community boost? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, dead. I, I mean, Bleeding Edge is one that I have been wanting to try since it came out, and I just have not gotten to it. Probably because I don't really want to play it by myself. The, I will, but I feel like it'd be easy to to find each other if there's no party system. There's a party system, so oh well, even yeah, <laughs> you can you can party up. And in fact, the achievement list, all ten achievements are super doable. They're just cumulative achievements. So for like doing damage, capturing things, that kind of stuff. So it's not, it, it's doable. Um, it's just, my biggest problem is I was playing it locally, and when you're playing with pickup games in a, in a very team-focused environment, it's like herding cats um, on Xbox Live. You need to have a, a good team. And if one person isn't pulling your weight, you're not going to have a good time. I guess it just reminds me of Overwatch, which I've never been like into. It's Yeah, it's a melee Overwatch. Yeah. But the completion is probably what drives me to it. Eight to ten hours, so it says. Yeah, it's I could I could handle oh, eight cool. to ten hours of this. Yeah, this looks doable. It's it's super doable. Uh and I would say that the TA for it is super inflated. Um and ten it's like ten achievements, I think. So even if you started it and never finished it, uh it's not like a big hit to your completion percentage or anything. Um, and I definitely had downloaded this game, and I was in party while you were playing it with uh, with Death Dealers, and I recall you saying some words that lend credence to your gamer tags. Yeah, I, I think I made a sailor blush. <laughs> <laughs> but other than I mean, that, it seems great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it is a two ratio, like you said, only ten achievements. Uh, it's not going down, but. They are definitely not working on it anymore, so it's, it's, it's online only, right? So <laughs> yeah. no bots. No, there's so. no bots, so it's completable. Who knows how long it's going it to last? Doesn't look terrible. It's no. The I mean, if you had a good enough team That's that cool. could work together, I'm sure it's probably fun. I've just only ever played with one rando, 
and he would eat glue or something in the corner while the rest of us would try to do <laughs> what we were trying to do. So it made it very frustrating. So he'd be like, "What? What? What are you doing, bro? Bro?" And you know, well, I mean, you you only have to win one match. It looks like so, but you also have to you- capture points. So yeah, that's true. If you're getting crushed, it's very hard to capture points consistently or turn in. No point like right near where you start. Like you could just no. It's like an A, B, and C, and like they'll turn okay. different. Right. Like they'll turn A on, and you can only fight for A, and then they'll turn on B and C. So they'll mix up the combat, uh, and then there's oh, like sweet crackdown three action. Yeah, <laughs> and then you have <laughs> sweet crackdown three. Bum bum bum. Terry Cruises. Uh, anyway. Sorry, Corey. Corey told me not to sing. Yes, please don't. <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> so yeah, Bleeding Edge. Bleeding Edge. Not gone, but maybe. Maybe. So. I, I, you know, I'd, I'd say if you're so inclined, it's it's probably the, it's now. The time is now. Um, uh, Fufu wanted us to talk about a build your own cravings box from Taco Bell. Oh, what, what good news this makes. <laughs> he, has, he has no power here. <laughs> so MLB The Show is coming to Series X. Who else? Hell is- yeah, good news. This is... Oh, I had a video too. <laughs> nope. Nope. I'm just... He's just going to sit there and he's going to be sad. Um, no, nah, I'm so excited for MLB The Show. I'm not going to buy it when it comes out because they want 70 bucks and I ain't paying that much for a baseball game, but I'm stoked for MLB The Show. It's been a, a PlayStation exclusive forever, um, and there are no like licensed good baseball games uh, for Xbox. How many trips to the stadium is that for you, L? But you know, back in the time where you could go see baseball, seventy dollars. Yeah, one or two. That's two. Okay, maybe. Okay, just checking. It. Not including food. No, let's include NBA. food. That's oh, the whole reason for yeah. to go to the one. stadium. I won. A okay. Baseball game is just a, an excuse for live. Uh, uh, Jables. I was just going to say Jables. <laughs> Jables had something to do with RBI baseball and uh, seems offended by your comment, Devin. Uh, yeah, I said good <laughs> baseball games for the Xbox. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> good baseball games. Sorry. Sorry. Sports games would never just make the same game and just change the number every year. <laughs> no. Not once. So I updated roster and call it a day. Oh yeah, and also NCAA football. And I, I really do Look want how to beautiful talk about this looks. Yeah, this game looks gorgeous. But how are the menus in this game though? That's a good question. I know the pitching is supposed to be one of the big things about the show, because using the it uses the twin stick in a way. Uh, I've only ever played it a couple of times because I don't have a PlayStation. But I'm excited. I'm excited for the show. Uh, like you said, I believe it's seventy dollars, but I think it is. It might be a stack. I saw that. Uh, yes, I believe so. I think there'll be a, a one in a series version. Hopefully, smart delivery. I I don't think it's smart delivery, but no, well, no, oh. that would make less money. Yeah. That way. Oh right, that one's not smart. Delivery. Yeah, so it's dumb delivery. Oh, uh, screw them. But it's yeah. I'm I'm gonna pick it up. I think this is a big thing for for Xbox um, if you're a fan of baseball. So um, it's also going to be cross play with PlayStation. So whatever online 
baseball does, you can do that with your PlayStation buddies. Yeah. So there's that. Baseball nerded up. Because Lord knows when summertime comes around, there's just not enough baseball games being played. You need to simulate some. Hey, look, fans. <laughs> yeah, this is not realistic. Excuse him. He doesn't see that with uh, being fans of the Mets. Oh. Oh. Baseball joke. Baseball joke. Sports. <laughs> Sport guy. Also, yeah, this isn't on the sheet, but uh, NCAA football is also coming back, and that's another one I'm stoked for. Uh, yeah. Yay. Just got that's big too, right? Oh, NCAA football. Uh, they haven't had a new one since 2014. Uh, that was Denard oh, Robinson wow. from Michigan on that was the cover. Before I had kids, yeah. I, I don't know who that is, but I know I know when I had a kid. Yeah, if you were to look now for copies of 2014 for the 360, it's like 150 bucks. Like people still play that game to this day, like nonstop. And update the rosters and keep everything fresh for NCAA. It is, it is huge. Uh, and as a uh, uh, Husker fan, it's about the only way that they're ever going to win a national championship in my lifetime. So I can't wait to have Nebraska dominance uh, onwards to the 2060s. I okay. Nobody else. I know those were words you said, but I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, yeah. y'all don't play college football? It's just me? No. no. Just college ultimate frisbee. All right. So t- what about this Cravings box? <laughs> anyway. So you can build your own box now. Pick your food. Oh, up. sweet. Man. So, he has no power here. Cold this silence. Is basically, how is that different from being a general manager in the NCAA? Not. <laughs> There are no general managers in NCAA. Oh, right. There's a head coach. There's an athletic director. Yeah. And then you get to go to, there's a map in the NCAA football where you get to go recruit and then you can use those different recruits and come back. So it's pretty much a Vayner. Lie. This is the best episode ever. (laughs) So, yeah. Moving swiftly, yeah, moving. On, very swiftly. Continuing. Um, please, please get us out of here. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to take this next one. Okay. So uh, a little bit of uh, somewhat Zitalon news, uh, only in the fact that the developer uh, was published by Zitalon. So we're talking about Cold Silence. That was the Metroidvania game that was extremely difficult. And because Zitalon found this new power of getting by Microsoft uh, Q&A, uh, they were able to update their game and make it super, super easy. And everybody took advantage of cold silence being super, super easy. Uh, and if you weren't part of that, what I'm talking about is you don't even have to kill a boss to get that 1000 anymore. That was before. Uh, they have since been one of the games that has been reverted back uh, because apparently you can't do that. And it is hard again. Well, when this whole debacle about, you know, reverting the achievement list in the first place came about, there was a little bit of kerfuffle kerfuffle about people who already did the game you know who already completed it who already did most of the work and so the dev actually talked about it back then but he wanted to uh he's gonna he was gonna keep creating the game title updates and whatnot new content actually and uh and so we, we kind of knew this was coming but he was going to immortalize people in the game well today uh over on his discord uh he was talking about like he showed some screenshots of people and i was like oh 
can you get, um, he had a list and I said, Oh, I know these guys. Can you show me their screens? I was going to just show them, but he did one better and he made a video. And so uh, if you want to check out the VOD later, uh, we'll also link it in the show notes, but, uh, it shows, I guess a boss, a little boss arena. It has like 12 or 13, uh, little, like they look kind of like monks or something. And, uh, in the game and they kind of try to try to kill you and they each have their own different attacks. Well, they are each named after the people who got far enough in the game who got, you know, a, you know, screwed by the achievement updates when they became easier. And we have some we have some fellow names in that list. So Wakapel is in Cold Silence now. Icefire TN is in Cold Silence now. Uh, we have a person who's newer to the Discord, CJH Carter. They actually just won the Twitter, the Twitch uh, viewer thing. Uh, giveaway uh he is in the game now and this is just so cool of the dev like he could have put like statues or something or just put their name in the credits or something but actually making them a boss in the game is pretty pretty freaking awesome if you ask me yeah that's so that is uh i'm watching it now and that's so dope it's uh that's really cool (laughs) this game boy game looks awesome this fight looks hard to memorize, but yeah, that's super cool of the developer to do that. I mean, cool. Right. Yeah. So yeah, th- this is an upcoming title update. It will be free, but it's actually new content in the game. Uh, there'll be a thousand gamer score, he said. And uh, I-, I don't know if it will require you getting to this room, but there's some room out there and, and you'll be able to see uh, some some fellow Achievement Hunters names. I hope this boss run without getting hit is a 500 gamer score achievement. Well, since they can only be max 200, that will not happen. Oh, they'll find a way. Yeah, the the, the other cool part about it is each of oh, these guys are bosses, and they're each unique. They they each have their own attacks. So uh, it, it wasn't like, you know, copy-paste or anything like that. I don't know. Really cool. Uh, I just wanted to uh, showcase that, and especially shout out our friends who are now in the game. Pretty right, awesome. I think there's a question for you, Devin. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they asked if uh, having an achievement named after you is a bigger deal or actually being in the game. Uh, actually, being in the game is cooler uh, than having an achievement named after you. But I saw like a a, a step ladder yeah. earlier. Uh, what was it like? Naming credits, yep. and then <laughs> a achie- name as an achievement. <laughs> I think this was Kush, and then uh, being a boss in the game kind of goes in that order. Boss. Yeah, <laughs> but it is something me and Tom Brady have alike, though. We both have an achievement named after. I mean, that's just one of the things that one of the I many like about you too. Yeah. things that many. we have in common. Oh, yeah. So let's move right along. Are there things on sale? Probably. Move on to the sales. Nate. Well, I have something. Oh. I have a surprise for you guys. Oh. As, as you talk, as you talk, look at the stream. Oh, oh okay. well, I, gonna be I hard. can't do two things at once. Nate, yes. you start. Show us how <laughs> it's okay. done. If I'm chewing bubblegum, I'm dead. Um, <laughs> so for what's on sale, it's Bartlow's Dread Machine. I know we talked about this was was a super uh, anticipated game for uh, Corey and I, or as I like to call him, Rory. Um, and <laughs> it's $3.74 down from 15 It's a shoot 'em up uh, If you recall, I'll be real brief with this. Uh, this was one where everything was kind of mechanical. There were gears. Everything looked like it was made out of tin. Very cool game, very fun. 374. Yeah, I haven't beat it. Shut up. Um, I will go back and do it. It's only 374. Well, I'll do it now. 
in addition, uh, overcooked gourmet edition. This is not that fancy broken edition that uh, Devin was talking this about. This is the good one. This is the, <laughs> this is the original good one. It's $5.37 down from $21.50. It's a party game. It's 10 hours. You know everything about this. This does not include the DLC, but it does include the extra levels, chefs, recipes, and vehicles. So it's, yeah, it's fancier. It's prettier. Um, but yeah, there's no extra achievements or anything. Um, a game you may have heard about before, Redeemer Enhanced Edition, is $6 down from $30. I know this is brand new news. Uh, it is a beat-em-up, and it is 8 to 10 hours. Uh, and yeah, I already had it, but I thought since it was on sale, I should probably check it out and report on it. And there's another game that I think would interest Corey and also Fufu, uh, and that is The Mean Greens Plastic Warfare. Because I know you guys have expressed interest in... Uh, like the Plastic Warfare guys before uh, in other games. This is $10 down from 20 It is a 12 to 15-hour third-person shooter. And check it out. See if that looks cool. I don't know. Yep, Dynable was talking about it. He was looking for people to play with. So oh, I cool. wish it was half off of that price. <laughs> okay. But still cool. Let's go down the list. Uh, I picked this war of mine, Little Ones. Uh, it's $3.99. Normally it's 20 uh, it is a management game, and it I've played it on PC, and it is one of the most fun and depressing games I've ever played in my entire life. Uh, you play as kind of refugees or people trying to survive in the middle of an active battleground, and you have to make horrible, tough decisions and try to survive. And they added children. And so you can get it on that for four bucks. Um... And the other one is Door Kickers Action Squad. I love Door Kickers. Uh, it's $6, so five ninety nine. It's normally 15 It was one of the best games I played last year. Uh, it is if Rainbow Six Siege had a Super Nintendo platformer version uh, and it's online co-op. It's great. I love Door Kickers Action Squad. Uh, every, everyone should play it. Play it now. All right, moving on to uh, my picks of the week. So for the Metroidvania fans out there, there is a game that is relatively new. It's called Minoria. It is a Metroidvania game. It's $14, normally 20 so it's only like 30% off. But I believe this is the first time it's been on sale, and it's actually a sequel to Mamadora. So that's that infamous game that you actually have to beat the game to get the first achievement or at least in most cases uh, i don't know if there's a way around that i haven't played it but this one minoria actually like it looks visually pleasing I'm, I'm pretty excited to play it and then the other one is a game that is going to be strictly for my buddy fufu cuddly poof think of the children one dollar 94 cents as u.s american currency Normally, like, I don't know, $15 or $13, something crazy like that. Um, it's got unobtainables, but, you know, don't worry, man. Be happy. Think of the children. And uh, <laughs> think of the children. And just as a gameplay tip for that game, much like in real life, you want to throw children into the corner to corral them. Um, it does, it's a <laughs> great way to complete those levels, because otherwise they just go everywhere. So are the children, you're, in, you're talking about Oliver and Ophelia? That's why it's for food. You're half right. You're okay. half right. So is Minoria, is that Hanukkah themed? I guess there's a joke that I'm missing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Minoria. <laughs> 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 
Hanukkah. Uh, I think I think this is as far as away from Hanukkah <laughs> as you can go. Oh, oh, puns. Um, sports, super blood hockey. I really enjoy this game. I have mentioned it in the past. Refresh everyone's memory. It looks like the NES game Ice Hockey combined with the NES game Blades of Steel, where you do fighting and bloods and stuff. It's fun. <laughs> the I fun it. comes in. There's a franchise mode. You can draft people and people power up and get stronger and eventually end up killing people and stuff. I'm pretty sure our very own Carpe Adam just completed this game. Let's see if he's talking about it. Not yet. But I definitely recommend it. It is $3. It is normally 15 Good old Digerati. Um, he did not just complete it no? based off what I'm seeing. Um, no. Uh, I'm very close to completing it. I'm actually one oh. achievement away from the base game. Uh, but then there was a free really? add-on called Dynasty Mode that added another 500 gamer score. Oh, I see. You weren't listening to me when I was talking about Super Blood Hockey. I see. It's That's not okay. on your list. It's not on your list. <laughs> yes, it is. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. See, you added it. We did a little switcheroo The old didgeridoo. Okay, we love you anyway. We love you anyway. All right. All right. Go ahead. That is a pretty cool thing you just came up with. My receipt is definitely not as long as Nate's receipt. Yes, we did do a little switcheroo from earlier. Um, Mutant League Football is the other one I was going to talk about. If you buy the base game, it is $6, but if you get the bundle with the aforementioned Dynasty mode, it is $10. I and th- as already mentioned, it is a free mode. You don't need to pay for it. <laughs> really? That's un- why, and why would they have a bundle with the Dynasty addition? That's I don't weird. know. D- do your homework. Do your due diligence, but if you my due click- diligence, yeah. <laughs> wow, I paid a penny for this. Game. I don't think I said that. You definitely <laughs> did, Rory. Why uh, oh, podcast? I, I kickstarted this game, and it is awesome. It's got the uh, the the announcer in this game is the uh, famous NBA Jam announcer, so that is cool. It's like that Genesis game. Unless it is it unless it blocks achievements, you can download Dynasty Game Mode for free. So I don't know why what why you would ever pay more money than you I, have to. I'm gonna say it launched costing money and then they made it free, but now they still have a bundle. Okay. I'm not sure. You, you could test do, it out. Due diligence and <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Maybe I'll test it out for you. How about that? <laughs> you test it, buddy. We need to do a podcast with all of us drinking. Just saying. <laughs> uh, I don't think that would be Y'all good. Y'all are <laughs> uh, some, some other suggestions, just real quick. Uh, Wacapel wants you to know that you should buy Adios Amigos, $3, normally $15. Uh, and if you're in our Discord, there's a super secret text guide that Awu of, you know, hard game fame created uh it's not as hard as it seems according to both of them and then it's a trap. super late it's a trap 
super late last minute edition. Uh, Skeptical Mario wants to recommend OutBuddies DX, 67% off. So it's, it's super cheap, Metroidvania. And he says it is recommended, except it is not recommended, except for fans of difficult Metroidvanias. Yeah, those apparently the official game of Sweden is Adios Amigos. Uh, and Mich- Waka and Anawu seem to love it. Uh, Michelle also recommended Deadlight Director's Cut. Uh, it's like oh. the 360 version. It's two ninety nine down from fourteen ninety nine. Uh, I played the 360 one. It was pretty good. I hear the guide is horrible. The author is just ugh, terrible so person. Terrible. Just goes on and on. It's fantastic. Thanks, Reamhole. <laughs> 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 low hanging fruit guys come on oh man these jokes are worth their weight in gold games with gold <laughs> it's a new month what have we got going on it's like uh you can pick up gears 5 and resident evil uh the remake uh both are are pretty pretty good and you can pick up indiana jones and the emperor's tomb uh, i hear that has zero refrigerators that you can climb in so could be an improvement. And then later on, you have Dandara, uh, which you can use head and shoulders for, and Lost Planet. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Two. <laughs> All right, you're done talking. <laughs> Game Pass news. <laughs> uh, leaving February 15th, we have De Blob, Ninja Gaiden 2, both on Xbox and World of Horror on the PC. Leaving February 16th, saw some scuttlebutt about this today. Shadows of the Damned, that is leaving EA Play. So that is, uh, that sucks. I don't know, I guess if you download it now, it won't work then. That's kind of what happens, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Something yeah. that 360 game should still work. February 4th, Ghost of a Tale PC comes. Falconeer, Rory's favorite game, and Project Winter, which we've been waiting for. We're playing that Friday. I'm going to join you, too. It's going to be good. Yeah. We need six more people, because it is eight players, I think. Oh, I think we can round up. There's going to be some backstabbing. I think Roy is really sus. <laughs> Roy is oh, sus. man. I February. need that. <laughs> Uh, you should have seen him during the Royal Rumble, my friend. Oh, he was he marked he was out. in rare form. Yeah. He was in rare form. <laughs> February 11th, we have Wolfenstein Youngblood, the android, what? Jurassic World Evolution, and Final Fantasy XII, the Zodiac Age. And did they forget about Final Fantasy X and X-2? Come on, Currently playing eight and figured nine would be next and then ten. Why are they skipping to twelve? All right. Hopefully they didn't forget about it. All right, go ahead, Corey. All right. Time to uh see what's coming really soon. Uh Tuesday. Th- this is most games coming out uh this week. Uh there's a couple others on the list, but I'm not so positive that they're gonna release, so I'm not going to mention them. In any case, Tuesday, February 9th, we have our weekly Radalika and our weekly East Asia Soft. That would be hashtag Seneca Attack. 
That is a shoot 'em up. And Ultra Goodness 2. I know what you're thinking. I didn't play Ultra Goodness 1. Well, well, the story makes sense. You know what? Surprisingly, it does. Uh, that's a puzzle platformer. Uh, probably 2000 gamer score. I'm going to say in 73 minutes without ever, ever, ever seeing these games. But those will be out February 9th uh, if you're looking for those easy games. Thursday, February 11th, uh, there's a new game called Ground uh, coming to console. Whoa. Well, um, it's on Steam, so if, you, uh, if you're a PC player, you might have seen it before. It is a sandboxy uh, survival game, and the it looks like Terraria because it's 2D, but what if Terraria was like Minecraft? That's this game, uh, and that's called A Ground. Also coming out on that day is Little Nightmares 2, probably the biggest release of uh, the week as far as popularity goes. Uh, that's a puzzle platformer. Uh, if you played the first one, you probably know what to expect. And the last thing on Thursday is On the Road Truck Simulator. Need I say more? Yes. <laughs> well, it's uh, you're on the road and uh, there's a truck and you simulate it. Anyways, uh, Friday, February 12th has our biggest launch day. Uh, there's a game called Endurance Space Station. Uh, this is a story-driven action or story-driven adventure shooter and if that doesn't get your jollies going it is a prequel of ailment our favorite uh top-down wonky shooter uh also outbreak lost hope definitive edition comes out uh just like last week i mentioned an outbreak game this game is a re-release for the series consoles only so i imagine they are doing that to all their games which i don't know kind of sucks right I'm I'm kind of I'm tired tired of all these, you know, series stacks of crappy games. That's just me. Uh, also coming out that day on Friday is Robophobic. Uh, this is a '70s inspired top-down arcade shooter. It kind of is like moving out in the feel and the look <laughs> of the game. But if I can describe its aesthetic as technical, it's like that. You're not moving anything, but it's in that same perspective, and I don't know. It actually looks interesting. Um, if you like that kind of <laughs> art style, you're not a toaster or, or a vase or a cat, but it, think of the if you're a real person in that world, that's kind of what it looks like. But like a techni- technically spaceship <laughs> type vibe. Yeah, Anyways, robophobic that's my is, pick. <laughs> robophobic is not a good name. Why? You think they're scared of robots? Uh, no, it sounds like so. Another word. <laughs> yeah, not a, it's not, not not a good name. It's not a good name. Shouldn't <laughs> it shouldn't be said because of the implication. Corey has no idea. <laughs> I don't know why robophobic can't be said because robophobic sounds afraid fine of to me. Robos. That's what I said. Okay. Uh, and the last one is uh, all about robots. Uh, it's called. Uh, I wrote the wrong thing now. Rover Wars. What is that about a battle? dog? From Mars. No. <laughs> I thought it was Robot Wars, but I am sorely mistaken according to this cover art. Uh, but it says strategy real time on TA. There is not a lot of information out there on it. If you go to the website from the developer, uh, they say it's up to eight people, local multiplayer, and it's a fast-paced battle arena. It's like a on-screen RTS game against your friends. 
I'm kind of confused on the like one screen, one shared screen. I, I, don't, I don't know how that's going to work, but it's like seven bucks. Uh, and that comes out on Friday. I'm confused with eight friends. Yeah, that's hard to do. Eight eight people on one couch. <laughs> that's a big couch. This is the sectionals, what that is. <laughs> Somebody's going to be <laughs> sitting on my lap. Game just got interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm down. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and on that bombshell. Should be cold. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look at the time. Uh, it's late. So, uh, is there any G-Task news? Uh, well, we had some uh, some deaths this week in the G-Task world. That would be Waka Pale, wow. our beloved right. angel Waka, Chesno, our Sheba friend, uh, Inigo Montoya 80, definitely said that right. Uh, and spelled it wrong on this tombstone. <laughs> and uh, Saucy Slingo, they have all left the G task. Ta-ta. And wow. uh, getting trail vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a you, Saucy. Uh, period eighteen. The solo bonus this week is having uh, in the scoring period having unlocked at least twenty achievements flagged as collectible. So right up your alley, uh, vulgar collections, collections. Same thing. Same diff. <laughs> <laughs> and the team bonus is seems to be pretty rough uh, in the scoring period with a ratio over 4.0. Good luck with that. Glad I'm not in it. Amen. So, let's go on to the Gamertag Challenge. Neat. Gamertag Challenge. This is February, which makes last month January. The GTC for January was Death Dealers with wildcard game of, ah, it doesn't matter, the game is, it's all over. It's over. And let's talk about it real quick. Uh, all right. <clears throat> we had 26 participants with 278 letters earned. We had four people that played the bonus game, which was Battlefield 1. We had a whopping 730 bonus point submissions um, uh, that were valid. Uh, there were 884 total that were submitted, but only 713 were valid. And uh, our total for draws was 1,127, which means that I did a horrible job of limiting the bonuses this month. And as a result, we had uh, some pretty, pretty impressive numbers. We had uh, three people who I'll mention, uh, four people, actually. We had uh, Northern Last with 80 bonuses. Uh, we had Chewy with 89. We had a Heizo with 99. And we had Saucy with 171. Um, so good on you guys. Bad on me for letting the bonuses get that high. Our winner at that point is Northern Lass. And she, uh, just for Ooh. just for record... She uh, she completed the gamer tag and she had any bonus points, uh, and she is consistently crushing it every month uh, with a full tag and just you know whatever the bonus is she uh, just kicks its butt. Uh, it's not 171, but it got the job done this this month. So congratulations! Uh, the month of February, our gamer tag is what the fug. Yes, there are no vowels. Uh, the wild card game is Old Man's Journey. So any new achievement or previous completion uh, will be one bonus draw. 
And the bonus <laughs> is Xbox Gold. Emphasis on the OLD in gold, old. And the achievements contain the text OLD. So examples old and cold and bold. They're each worth one bonus point per achievement, limit one per game. So we will not be inundated with bonuses this month. All right. So I think it's time for uh, Bride Camp. Uh, if you want to be uh, read out in a future uh, one of these. <laughs> do we want to do, do our Patreon drawing first? Oh, it wasn't on the sheet. I only read what's on, on the, the prompter. It's on. It's on the sheet. It's, uh, it's on the sheet. Oh, it says decoy. I ignored it. It's a decoy. Oh well. Okay. Burying the lead. The winner. The winner for January is decoy. That was not a trap. It's actually decoy. Decoy, you have won. Sorry for the confusion. Saucy wins by osmosis. Yes. Only a decoy uses the money to buy a game. Exactly. Oh, I thought it. It's very late. I'm very tired. Never mind. Uh, okay. So, moving right along. Uh, we'll go to the... Now can we go to the proclamation point? Or have we hit that point? Sounds like a great idea. I love it. <laughs> I, I like this plan. I'm happy to be a part of it. Uh, so, uh... Yeah, Corey. You can start. All right. Play a little video for our, uh, video audience here. And, uh, we're gonna get going. <laughs> Probably pretty fast. Uh, for completions, as always, Unstoppable KD completed 150 games uh, recently. Retro Chief, 260 games. Philip Wendell, 290 games. Sour Revivalist at 310 games. What the Fug at 370. MDP, 580. Mental Knight, 630. Unky Tim Fu, 740 games. And Prue at 830 games. Uh, for completion percentage, XLAX Jester completed, uh, or got 40, no, no, that's backwards, 54% completion percentage. And Northern Lass, as you heard uh, just a second ago, she is up to 57% on her completion percentage. Uh, and lastly, Mr. P-Tart is at 80% completion percentage. And all those people have at least... 12,000 achievements available to them um, and they're all above 50%. So that's pretty good. Pretty good. In ratio, we have someone playing difficult games. It's Luke the Duke 268 with a TA ratio of 1.6. In streaks, uh, we no longer have 10-day streaks, but we have Dunkos with a 25, Triple Triad 77 with a 25, Tony Coconuts with a 25, and Doboy with a 25. We have Fisto Robato with 50 days, Sir Polygon with 75 days. Quick Don't Die is on a 150-day achievement win streak, as is Northern Lass. El Sock is on a 200-day achievement win streak. And Dan's Pacifics is currently on a 300-day achievement win streak. Uh, and achievements won. The Alpha Seagull has reached 3,000 achievements won. Hack and Pwn has reached 5,000 achievements won. Retro Chief 1969 has reached 9,000 achievements won. Bastion Reader has reached 18,000 achievements won. Big Al has reached 22,000 achievements won. Uh, Jimbot UK is 28,000. Mental Knight 5 has 29,000. Triple Triad 777 has 31,000 achievements won. And uh, Toadstyle Venom has 32,000 achievements won. Moving right along, 
Uh, and gamer score, Unstoppable KD has reached 200,000 gamer score. Freaky Row has reached 400,000 gamer score. And Blue Thunder 7398 has reached 1.1 million gamer score. Woo! Woo! In TA score, Luke the Duke 268 has reached 125,000 TA score. Dino Ball, this is appropriate, 420,000 TA score. Chasno, 450,000 TA score. And Unky Tim Foop, 1.5 million TA score. And now I have to find the alphabetical list I made myself out there beneath the pale moonlight. Alex R. Davies got many milestones for strategy and turn-based. I believe he got the top 500 of the TA difference leaderboard for turn-based, top 500 TA leaderboard for turn-based, and top 500 TA leaderboard for strategy plus turn. He added them together. Ahizo is in the top 100 of the USA completed games leaderboard for card and board, and the top 200 for overall completed games leaderboard for card and board. Ben L72 is in the top 20 of the TA difference and the TA leaderboard for Vayners. Chesno is in the top 5,000 of the TA leaderboard for Windows, the top 200 of the England TA difference leaderboard for fighting, and the top 100 for the England TA difference leaderboard for Xbox One fighting. Hatton 90 is in the top 5,000 of the TA leaderboard for American football. Is that like uh, turning on your countrymen when you do that kind of thing? Hmm. It's Alive is in the top 100,000 of the TA leaderboard for open world. Zeblach is in the top 20 of the Nova Scotia TA leaderboard for RPGs. Mental Knigget 5 is now in the top 10 of the TA leaderboard for party. Mike Pitch is in the top 2,000 of the TA leaderboard. In the top 50 of the New York TA leaderboard. And hopefully you get your Girl Scout cookie soon. Quick Don't Die is now in the top 5,000 of the TA leaderboard for first-person shooters. You guys are still here, right? Oh, yeah, I'm still I'm here. Still here. Okay. okay. That was frozen. Just making sure. Cross still going. Yep, yep, that that it is. Um, Where did he leave off? He, he resorts oh, well, it, you he, know. He resorts it, so... I'm just going to read the crawl here. Alex RD, <laughs> now in the top 2,000 of the TA Difference Leaderboard for strategy and turn-based. Jay Black is now in the top 20 of the Nova Scotia True Treatment Leaderboard for role-playing. Uh, that's Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia? <laughs> Mike Pitch. Uh, he, j- he already talked about Mike Pitch. Man, this is a train uh, oh, wreck. Wild, Wild West 08, top 1,000 True Achievement Leaderboard. That's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Yep. Uh, Heizo's in a few things. <laughs> uh, okay, man. Uh, we're just crashing uh, and burning here. <laughs> oh, wow. I was caught in a time warp, and so we'll, uh, move right along while well, we figured that out. Oh, he's up to quick don't die. Well, see, he, so, he resorts yeah, it. He, yeah. he resorts it. He puts it alphabetized. So now I have to use my limited, uh, knowledge of the alphabet. Of the alphabet. <laughs> I don't see anybody past the queue, so... I did Wild West. Well done, everybody. Great job, team. And how about a side... Oh, I'm sure he's going to say something, but in life events, uh, Fufu Cuddly Poof, our very own, 
had his baby this this uh, past week, just the other day, actually, from recording. And so, uh, a healthy baby boy. There go the cameras. Um, I'm Kush now. <laughs> yeah. What? My camera's gone? Uh, <laughs> no, no. Um, L's camera. Oh, gone. I'm big L now. Any, yep. In, anyways, uh, congratulations to uh, Fufu and his wife. And uh, yeah, we can't wait to uh, have you back. And uh, yeah, life is not over, but it's now different for you. And uh, I don't know how to transition. Back to you, Volger. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, food is on paternity leave, and uh, so once he's back, you won't have to suffer through me anymore. Uh, okay. So, guys, we have a side question here. Side quest. Uh, Sean. Sean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Respect the pun. I'm sorry. Uh, Jables asks. Uh, so Jablock asks, with gamer score seemingly becoming devalued, much easier to get a higher gamer score. Are there any stats slash goals that you use to guide your gaming plan slash time? No, I just do whatever's fun uh, at the time. I think I really want to go for stupid leaderboards like Bull Sports and Collection because that's uh, that just seems like a good use of company resources. Roy, do you have anything? <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> uh, I have recently started to care a little bit less about gamer score, and um, and so pretty much what's driving my plane uh, it, the past two weeks have been uh, Warboats, better known as Yar TDL, uh, uh, which I just got a blackout uh, yesterday, so which means I completed the entire board, and uh, so that was fun. Because uh, I curated to mostly a Metroidvania games, that's what I've been playing. And now that the blackout has done, the War Boats is over, I will continue to focus on Metroidvania titles. So um, I, I told the Discord today in our little Vayner chat that my focus at least, I'm going to try to plan it like a month at a time. And so this, for February, I'm going to try to focus on Game Pass metroidvania games because we just had indivisible leave and i i'm not i can't live this koosh lifestyle man i cannot the chase is too too rough sometimes and uh so i can't have that happen to me so uh for me specifically when gamer score is not an issue leaderboards uh leaderboards drive me when there's not a contest telling me what to play so I'm not stats driven at this point. Um, mostly I'm just trying to finish the games I'm currently playing. Like I want to go through, I, I don't want to hop from game to game as much as I normally do. I will do that. That's just my uh, ADD. Um, so I want to finish Phoenix. I want to finish whatever. And I want to beat the games before they become races in, in the game pass, uh, you know, end of the life for game pass. So that's just my goal. L. Uh, yes. Uh, with gamer scores seemingly becoming devalued, <laughs> are there any stats or goals that uh, you use to guide your gaming plans or time? Uh, this may come as a shock to all of you, but I generally go based off of games that are either co-op that I could be carried or on my RTDL. Shocking news to all. I seem to recall... Within like the past month, maybe month and a half, you said that you were going to take take it easy on the RTDL. We're gonna 
You weren't going to let it drive you so much. What's changed? Um, I, I know. I only got 20 last month. Oh, actually, we probably should shout out the people that got full combos. Mm. Mm. Uh, there was like a lot of people got full combos. MDP, Enigma Gamer, and that's it. Oh, Jester. See? Um, I'm glad I'm back. I, I, I do want to uh, point out, since you did mention it, um, <laughs> RTDL. <laughs> RTDL. A lot of people have asked in the Discord about the team RTDL. Uh, do you have any updates on that? I think that it is your fault that we are not having that. Okay, so I'm pretty sure what he should have said was that <laughs> <laughs> there are it's kind of on hold indefinitely, but yes. we are uh, we're working uh, on getting that uh, implemented as soon as we can. There's obviously some back-end stuff that we are not smart enough for, and uh, we we wait for those people who are smart enough for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's on hiatus. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. just the team competition. You can still get your normal list, your scavenger list. Um, through all the normal means, like you always do. So yeah, that's a, that's a podcast. Yep. <laughs> so, all right. So uh, let's let's just uh, let's play us out. Uh, you can follow us on the Twitch uh, or watch us live if you're some sort of some sort of masochist at twitch.tv at ah101. Uh, we have a Twitter at slash achievements101. Uh, we have Discord. Uh, Discord. H101. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, we have a Patreon. Uh, it's at uh, patreon.com slash achievement hunting 101. Uh, and with that, class is dismissed. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Diary of an Assassin Good evening and welcome to the first in a series of truly groundbreaking shows. Recently, historians discovered the long-lost archives of a secret society known as the Assassins. This shadowy group has seemingly existed for centuries hidden from the world in a perpetual conflict with the Templars, another secret group mired in conspiracies and intrigue. As well as numerous artifacts, the archive includes the journals of a number of high-profile assassins from across the ages, and we can now exclusively bring you a selection of translated extracts from those diaries, giving us a fascinating glimpse into the lives and times of these truly remarkable individuals. Our first episode explores the words of Altair ibn Lahad, an assassin from the 12th century who found himself caught up in the bloody Third Crusade in the Holy Empire cities of Masayev, Jerusalem and Damascus. Please enjoy the Diary of an Assassin. Dear Diary, I am such a pillock. 
tried to steal some doodad from the ruddy Templars and got all cocky trying to knock off Bobby Sables, the Templar bigwig, while we were at it. Ended up getting one of my mates killed and the other one is now mostly harmless. Then the Templars came to pick a fight at our digs and we had to tell them to piss off. Anyway, now the boss is really pissed off with me. So now I got to traipse around Holy Land doing in a bunch of other Templar knobs to get in his good books again. Dear Diary, Bloke at Assassin's Bureau asked me to tail some fella today. Followed him round to market for two hours, but the tosser kept noticing me, so I had to pretend I were buying something. Ended up with a knock-off ood, some dodgy hummus, and a commemorative plate of Richard First. Still lost the slippery shite. Bollocks. Dear Diary, Knocked off my first target today. Felt like a bloody baller, sneaking up behind him and giving a bit of the old stabby stabby with the hidden blade. Have it, son. It were a bit weird, though, because after I sliced him up, we had a little magical chat where everything else disappeared and it were just me and him talking about some assassin and Templar nonsense. Then he copped it and everything reappeared, including a bunch of pissed off guards. Had to do a runner. Dear diary, I've had an accident. Climbed up a big pointy tower and shouted at a bird. But I think I pissed it off because it pecked at me. Tried to climb down again but ended up jumping offside a building instead. Luckily, landed in Andy wagon full of air. Still banged up my arse bone though. Dear diary, Apparently, I'm supposed to off some dodgy doctor bloke. But before I'm allowed to do it, I need to eavesdrop on some chatty Cathy's, hook up with an informant and pickpocket a knick-knack. I don't get it. I literally know where the doctor is. He's in bloody hospital. I don't know why I have to do all this nonsense before I do him in. I had to do it for the last couple of kills too. Starting to think that the bloke at the bureau is just yanking my chain. Dear Diary, noticed some flags in Damascus today. Not sure why, but decided to pick them up. You never know when a flag could come in handy. Kept noticing more and six hour later I was still collecting flags. I'm not even sure what I'm going to do with them. Maybe I'll make a quilt. Dear Diary, got into a bit of a scuffle today. Walked in took guard by mistake and there weren't a good bench nearby to sit down on so he wouldn't see me. He called his mates and they all piled in. They were honourable blokes though. They took it in turns to hit me so I were easily able to block them and then counter each one. Come to think of it, I got into similar fisticuffs the other day and they all fought the same way. Beginning to think these guards could do with some better training. Dear Diary, finally did that tosspot Bobby Sables in, but then it turned out my boss had been working with sodden Templars the whole time. Tried to have word with him, but he ended up trying to kill me with a magic apple. Bastard. 
Now Templars are gone, and the boss is gone. Not really sure what to do with myself now. Suppose I'll just collect a few more of these flags. Fascinating stuff. Join us next time, where we'll hear the first in a longer series of extracts from an assassin who lived through the Italian Renaissance in Diary of an Assassin. slice of hot challenge action fresh from my brain oven as we bring you a new installment of Chewie's Challenge Championship. January's main event was the AH101 Singles Mixer where people could partner up and play games together for points and prizes. Any achievements earned by both members of a partnership in the month would count for points. We had 10 terrible twosomes sign up, though when all was said and done, two of those relationships ended before they'd even begun, the dating equivalent of not even bothering to turn up for your first date. Of the remaining eight pairs, most gave it the good old college try, with games like A Way Out, Minecraft Dungeons, Overcooked, We Were Here and various Halos featuring heavily. Our top five partnerships in reverse order were... MDP and Dinoble, with 32 shared achievements in A Way Out and We Were Here Too, Matrarch and Big L, with 35 across 5 different games, including Minecraft Dungeons, Zoo Tycoon and Moving Out, although I'm pretty sure that one is local co-op only, Ahizo and Vulgar Latin, with 46 across 6 different games, including Overcooked, Assassin's Creed Unity, Halo 5 and the Scott Pilgrim re-release, Jimbot and Hatton with 55, courtesy of the console commandable Starbound, Tusk Tusk, and in first place, yours truly and my partner in crime, Legohead1977, who admittedly also used the Starbound shenanigans, but legitimately played Halo Reach and Origami together for a grand total of 105 shared achievements. Our second challenge was a random to-do list scavenger hunt that was kicked off by a friendly challenge set between Shabobble and Jimbot to earn the most achievements in the RTDL variant, but then quickly escalated to include over 20 people. Hatton also upped the stakes by kindly offering prizes to the winner and runner-up, with a tie-break being based on the point value of the achievements earned. Over the month, 205 achievements were successfully scavenged, and our top 5 goes as follows. Skeptical Mario, with 24. The two who started it all, Jimbot and Shibobble, both with 19, but Shibobble edging it on points. And at the top, both getting a rare scavenger full combo, MDP and XLAX Jester, with 25 each. In the end, though, it was Jester who took the win with over 4,000 points to MDP's 3,500. 
I hope everyone who took part enjoyed scavenging as much as I do. And if anyone listening is interested in trying the random to-do list, or the scavenger hunt mode in particular, ping RTDL admin in the RTDL channel of the Discord. Moving on to February, and it turns out that our singles maybe did a little bit too much mingling and ignoring social distance guidelines, because things are getting viral in AH101. In the Virology 101 challenge, any viral achievements earned count for a point, but the more that that viral achievement is spread, the more powerful it becomes. For every three people who earn the same achievement, an additional point gets added to its value. And we're also being a little bit more lenient with what counts for this one. Not only do we include achievements flagged specifically as viral on TA, but also anything that requires sharing or trading things or getting together with unique people on your friends list, such as the outfits in Fable 3 or the With Your Friends Like These achievement in the orange box. Alex R. Davis has kindly set up a spreadsheet in the CCC channel to help track who has and needs what. So if you're interested, make sure to check the Chewy CC channel, react to the Virology 101 pin, and start spreading those achievements. Following their frankly embarrassing defeat at the hands of the Horsemen of the Rolkopolips at the end of last year, the CCC Horsemen have been a little quiet in these parts of late and it would seem the reason behind that is because they are now turning on each other. That's right, Chesno, Vulgar Latin, Freaky Row, and Jimbot UK are going to be challenging each other in February to a most Gamerscore wins Battle Royale. The twist is that any new game started in the month immediately wipes 10% of that game's total Gamerscore value from that person's score. Realistically, that will mostly mean 100 points is taken away for every new game started. Let's see which horseman comes out on top and what will become of this troublemaking faction once the dust is settled. And what are the three year-long challenges, I hear you ask? Well, for J Black's Goal Getter, we can't quite tally the scores until a few days into the month to allow for any TA fluctuations to settle, so I don't have those yet, I'm afraid. Sorry. For Year of the Assassin, I'm still working through the huge list of everyone's progress, but I can tell you that we have at least one new story completion from Eliphalet, who wrapped up the Odyssey campaign on the very first day of the year. It's almost like he planned it. I can tell you though that for Chesno's crazy completion clearance, leading the pack are NBA Kirkland with a positive difference of 17 completions to games started, and XLAX Jester with 18. There's a big spread from up there down to negative 27 across the 52 participants, but more than half are currently in positive numbers. So that's, um, positive. Positively positive. Once all the scores have been tallied for all of the challenges, I'll be posting them in the Discord in the Chewy CC channel, so look out for them there. Until next time, and remember, spread achievements, not germs. Hello and welcome to Wakavania. I'm Wakapale, and today I'm going to tell you about the most obscure Metroidvania I've ever played. Despite the store price of 6 bucks, 
g.r.e.e.n the life alg zero or one thumb or green the life algorithm has a mere 75 starters despite being out since November of 2019. Kushmoose mentioned the game on last week's podcast and I had never heard of it before and there are very little information surrounding the game online. He did say he didn't like it very much which I feel was a severe understatement. Green, the life algorithm, is a post-apocalyptic 2D metroidvania taking place 17 years after an attempt to end world hunger backfired, seeing plants taking over the world. You play a sand, a young girl raised in a desert who attempts to find her father who ventured into a city to find spare parts for some undoubtedly critical machines keeping the desert colony alive. Armed with a petrifying laser, which briefly stuns enemies, she travels into the city and accidentally learns the truth of the plant outbreak. Sounds exciting? It might have been, if the writing wasn't abysmal. English is clearly not the first language of the developers, but I doubt it would have made much difference. The story manages to, at the same time, be nonsensical and totally predictable. There is an exchange near the end where a character asks, do you love me? And the response is, I barely tolerate you. Minutes later, the second character has a breakdown as the first character can't go on. A game can be good without a decent story. The graphics are nice, but a little hard to read. Especially the killer spore room with its unpredictable death maze. Unfortunately, the camera is a bit erratic, frequently making things harder for you than they need to be. This is a 2D platformer and it somehow has the camera being an issue. The music is totally forgettable, which is both a good and a bad thing. At least I wasn't annoyed by the audio, but can't remember any sounds from the game aside from the screaming plants and petrifying laser. The world is interconnected, but backtracking is very rarely needed and there are points of no return. Fortunately, all optional power-ups and story collectibles are not needed as every single achievement is story-based, which makes this easy to play without a guide. It's not as if you have a choice, as I doubt there are any guides available. Unfortunately, you can still miss a few achievements as the game is very glitchy. I was lucky when I played, not encountering any game-breaking bugs, but others haven't been. There are reports of the game crashing, wiping your saves, and at least one achievement not unlocking when it should have. It is a short game, my completion time was just over 5 hours and I was happy to be done with it, but several gamers on TA recommend you finish the game in as few sittings as possible. It is not a difficult game, but it might frustrate the crap out of you due to its very uh, subpar controls. While Sand is capable and has a ton of movement options, they all feel really bad. Sand doesn't really start running, more falls forward into a run, making jumps harder than they should be, especially if you stop running for a brief moment. Wall jumping in particular is abysmal and I never got the hang of it, frequently dropping when I intended to jump. The double jump substitute takes some getting used to and will probably frustrate you more than it should. The petrifying laser is more difficult to use than it should be with a controller and frequently just doesn't work. 
Occasional shots often go straight through enemies without effect. If the controls had been better, I would have liked green the life algorithm way better, but the poor controls alone ruin the experience. The rest of the game might not be great, but it is completely serviceable for a light 4 hour metroidvania. This is the worst metroidvania I've played on Xbox and I'd rather play Paradox Soul again. Despite being $6, short, fairly easy and the achievements being very straightforward, offering 1000 game score and 1700 TA, I cannot recommend green the life algorithm. In fact, I'd advise you to stay away from it. Have a nice day everyone.